There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hi, beautiful humans. And welcome to episode 37 of Privacation. Mm, I'm in a much, much better mood this week, my friends. I had a podcast come out today. I mean, I did. I'm, I'm doing it right now. You're listening to it right now. But I had one where I was a guest. It's nice. It's nice to be on the other side. I listened to it back. After it, I'm, I'm so self-critical. I think we all are. But I listened to it back. And, wow. I'm, I'm impressed with my knowledge, yo. And it was, it was with the gorgeous, awesome, intelligent, strong, powerful, funny as fuck woman, Sophie Hagen, who is the Danish comedian. That's in her <laughs> intro. Thanks, ADHD brain. <laughs> Anyway, speaking of knowledge, this week's guest is, she oh, She reminded me so much of me in the way that if somebody says something and, and it triggers me to say something in response, especially to do with educating people around sex work, she reminds me so much of me. She is so knowledgeable. This girl has done her groundwork, her research, her first-hand experience. She's exceptional. Um, we mentioned it briefly in this episode, but she herself sparked a huge, huge change in strip club culture in the UK by being the first person to be uh, to win a court case um, to be ruled as a worker as opposed to a self-employed contractor, despite the fact when you work in a strip club, they tell you what to wear, what to eat, who to talk to, how many, whatever you do, they take a cut of your earnings, they tell you what time to turn up, what time you can leave, you have to tip out to all the people you pay to work and you get fined if your hair is wrong, your shoes are wrong. I could go on. Sometimes in America, you get fined if you if you forget to take your clothes off or something, or if, what if you don't know the song? What the fuck, dude? Anyway, there's much more rage like this inside the episode, so I will save it. Put in there, but please welcome the awesome Sonia, also known as I'm Your Electric Girl. You, if you've not seen her perform, she's mesmerizing. She's so engaging. She did a a fundraiser, a striptease fundraiser the other day, and she had a bottle of wine and whipped cream, and she was dancing and she was engaging. She's just she's so engaging. I could listen to her talk forever, honestly. And I guess that's what we're about to do, and that's what you're doing now. So I'll shut the shut the fuck up. <laughs> do I have anything else to report? Mm. No. Are we all bored? Yes. It's a full moon on a, on the th- on the seventh, friends. So at midnight, it will clock over to the seventh, and it will be full moon, which is also the flower moon, I believe. Uh It's all good. It's, it's powerful. Can you feel the energy? I feel the energy. I'm energetic. Wow. That was too much. Anyway, scale it down. Bring it down. Whoa, 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 Becca. If you would like to find me on the internet, you can find me everywhere except Instagram at Cats and Cruise. K-A-T-S-A-N-D-C-R-O-W-S. If you want to find me on Instagram. <coughs> 
<laughs> you can find me at Riots and Crows. R-I-O-T-S-A-N-D-C-R-O-W-S. Uh, if you want to find me on any way you get your podcast, App Store, Google Play Store, whatever you use, and you would like to find a spare minute to leave me a rating, that would be so helpful. If you have spare longer than a minute, good gracious, all this free time we have, please leave me a review. It will be very kind and uh, it will really help other people discover the podcast and, you know, human conversation is important. I think if we haven't fucking learned that by now, friends, in this state of affairs, we're fucks. Anyway, friends, <laughs> please welcome the absolutely powerful, knowledgeable, sorceress, sex witch that is the amazing Sonia slash I'm Your Electric Girl to episode 37 of Crovisation. When I was growing up, all my role models were male. I didn't see anyone I could relate to in the press, online, anywhere. Now, I'm surrounded with the most phenomenal women. They've each endured unique hardships and survived. More than survived, they thrive. But still, women are not equal in the world, not represented in the media, not treated equally online, and still subjected to sexism in everyday life. Alternative women especially are more a hashtag than they are real humans. I want to change that. I want you to see the women I see. I want you to hear them. This is Clovisation. Hi, beautiful humans. It is a nice, sunny... What day is it? A Thursday? It's a Friday. Uh, it's, it's Friday. It's Friday. We're in the middle of lockdown, and I'm joined by the wonderful Sonia slash I'm your electric girl. Hi, girl. Hi, Rika. How are you? <laughs> um, I'm quite all right. I mean, to be honest... Uh, to be hundred percent honest, it's kind of like up and down period for me because I moved from UK and I'm in Poland right now. When I'm from and I'm living with my parents, looking for a job. So tricky. It's quite, um, uh, yeah, it's a bit of a hard time. But I'm obviously lucky to have them here and uh, stay with them. That's so lovely. Um, but yeah, it, it is a bit. It is a bit of a tricky situation because, as you know, I do sex work as you do, yes. and my options right now are quite limited, even if it comes to online work. Uh, and you know, real life is not an option at all. So not even an option. So I was speaking to the gorgeous Ivy yesterday, a mutual friend of ours, and she's like, her work's just been taken out. Like the legs have been taken out. How much has it affected you? Like completely. Uh, well, uh, I, I I can't like I was trying to uh, do some online work starting. Um, I started launching uh, the website with uh, Nudes on Admire Me, mm. uh, but when I started doing it and I was trying to promote at the same time, I was going literally nuts, and uh-huh. I was like, I can't do it. It's a lot of work, isn't it? It is, and the fact there's so many people in it, which are not only sex workers but also people like models who want to uh, join the industry now to make some money it makes it uh, double competitive mm. and to get people uh, from any sort of social media is super tricky because of anti-sex work guidelines we have oh my gosh yeah instagram facebook yeah and uh, although twitter is quite open it can limit you at some point mm. so I was feeling like I've been doing too much at one point because I was building the website from the zero. I was getting people to it. Oh and my God. I've been on my phone 24 hours per seven. It hurts like, your brain. Yeah, like you, you can't do it because you have to stop at some point. Uh, you have to have conditions for that. And I was doing it uh, when I was in self-isolation in quarantine in, in Poland. It was, it was a bit abstract because I was, uh, had to be locked down after I uh, come back from UK because yeah. regarding to Polish law, everyone who's traveling from over, abroad uh, has to go uh, for self-isolation for full two weeks. Oh, and wow. That means, that means you cannot leave the space, you cannot <laughs> contact anyone personally. 
and uh, I've been alone and you know 24 hours per seven on my phone Ooh. and you know in engaging with so many people I don't know and you know how it is when you do sex work sometimes you come on people who push you to do something for free like they want mm. your time they want contact with you absolutely but they actually do not gonna give you anything in return and you it's can't shitty. recognize their intentions no online is behavior. so much more difficult online right it's 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 much more harder to to define what people want online if you haven't been doing 100 percent and you've been doing people like doing people yeah <laughs> <laughs> in doing people real life Basically. and you've yeah. been meeting them <laughs> yeah exactly and um and you know you, you can't read their faces uh you, you can't know what they have in mind when they just speak to you through for example instagram you try to advertise your work online it's it's so, hard on instagram uh, just extra anyway <laughs> yeah and it, it it makes also uh, kind of like uh, no sense because uh you can uh risk uh you know it's not about your account only and the job you've been like trying to promote the whole time using social media mm-hmm. uh, but also you can come through someone uh, who will just make you like a real damage you know like yeah uh, it's upsetting sometimes I mean, yeah like like you will send somebody uh, to to your page and somebody will be like actually not supporting you at all but doing like other things yeah you know? so so it, it is it is uh, quite uh, weird I, w- I would say um and it, it's been intense so when i moved to my parents sorry that was been like a long chaotic anecdote no. <laughs> I, I think at some point you will need to cut this thing because i'm just like talking talking and i'm like no, did i already lose my talk. point <laughs> i always I'm, I'm really bad i will ask you i'll be like what did i just ask you because i've forgotten already so i hope you know <laughs> yeah I, I i do i do i'm just like yeah like just try to lead me at some point if i'm gonna lose my track I'm fine. i love i'll lead you just as long as you keep talking we want to know all about you so I think um, when I moved to my parents, I realized, okay, if I want to do like online work, like advertising my page with nudes at some point and mm. build my page with nudes, how I'm going to do it if I'm living with my parents Tricky. Right now? Like, uh, to, be, uh, to be honest, uh, you know, we are here living together. My parents don't work because obviously the work uh, is taken from most of the people right now. Uh, like uh, at some conversation with my with my parents because they know what I've been doing for years. Like I told them after about a year of uh, doing stripping, what I've been doing, and uh, they've been always supporting me, which just sometimes as a kind of like local office to use the computer. Oh. <laughs> I love when like parents are supportive. House. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I told them, um, you know, like I will need to sometimes make some workshops or some phone calls. So mm. I would need a space. And they were like, yeah, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll work things around. But as far as I can, my room is like, <laughs> it's not a setup for it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And also doing some sort of dirty talk with a customer. I I need to have my privacy for that. And your parents are there doing all of this. Ooh. Yeah, like you know. Even even English, they can speak English. And boy, like <laughs> it's it's just something uh, that. I can't do because it's gonna be like uncomfortable for them as well. Yeah, so I it's just to, like, unusual. Step back from... I don't work when I yeah. live with my parents. I agree. And 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 I was like, I need to step back from sex work right now because uh, my options are very very limited. And I decided to take break from it. Although I'm trying to support the community and take action in some. Uh, take action I mean participate in actions like uh, mm. some sort of donations or workshops that were offered me with Pinky Promises and Crosby coming soon but you, you you know it's it's not like I can be full time or part time and even do things I planned myself like having website with news so 
I think uh, for people who've been doing a job like me in real life only, mm. uh, that is very hard position right now. Even if you're uh, doing stuff, uh, not necessarily as stripping, but escorting as well, you know? Yeah. Uh, and and then you are in another country, it's like... How, you lose your how, client base. Yeah, it's very yeah, local. Exactly. You build like, up a business, don't you? Yeah, yeah 100%. Uh, yeah, so r right now uh, I'm a bit uh, cut off, uh, well a bit, I am yeah. cut off from sex work yeah. at some point. And you know, times, times will definitely change uh, oh, sooner uh, or yeah. later. We have to keep that in mind, don't we? Do you feel a bit cut yes. off more from your community as well? Because sex work is such a, a close-knit family. Do you feel a bit isolated? Um, that's double tricky yeah. question for me. Uh, so. I had really unpleasant situation um, regarding the activism I had, and mm -hmm. um, partly like community of like supporting like sex workers like online on some social media cut me off and kicked oh. me out from some groups. Oh, <laughs> so that's sad. We don't need that. We need to stick together. Yeah, and it's just because some different kind of like political views on stuff, you know. Yeah, I understand. Um, so, uh, from one perspective, I already went through sort of like ostracism even before coronavirus because I had, uh, yeah, things related to my activism. Um, not sure if I need to talk about the Union UVW right now and the case I had with my ex-employer because that's a very broad topic. It's a huge broad topic, but yeah. you, um, are, you are a landmark kind of person, I think, in the sex work community. So we'll touch on it later, but for now, yeah, you exactly. continue about you. But yeah, uh, I mean, uh, so from one thing that like already like happened before and now, you know, I, I'm in a country which I'm haven't built that much of like community myself because I've been actually more explicit about my work in UK. Mm. So yeah, like I lost like personal touch with people and friends and allies I had in, in London when I was living there for the past four years. And it does feel a bit like, yeah, like a bit tough. But mm. on the other hand, I started contacting them more online so I think good. The, 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 the situation that, uh, you know, like when you're living with somebody close in the same city or country and yeah. you know they're there, you're already feeling like secure and good because you know, you know somewhere to something go. happens. Yeah, exactly. Like you can talk and you can meet and, you know, mm. you've got this thing, like you've got this feeling that people are around you. Yeah. And then when you need to move your stuff around and move out you just need to rely on the internet yeah. so I, I think my closest relationships with allies and friends from the industry uh, are getting a bit like stronger now through it uh, because uh, I just started talking with them uh, more and that's I think everyone that's what everyone is doing right now yeah same but, that's why I started doing yeah. this again it, it is just complicated in terms of uh, you know, like people won't be able to just see you like personally face to face, and we do need this kind of like human affection and human touch. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, really? I need it. I crave it. I've really been craving a hug because I live alone. So oh, I'm any yeah. other apart from my cat, obviously he's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's it's really tough, right? Especially when you're very used to an in-person job, such as you. Yeah, I think. Uh, Sorry. No, you're fine. Um, I, I, I think also if you're doing sex work, your whole job is based on your human relationships with it others. Is. I feel like I've gotten out of practice of conversation. Like I tried to talk to my, I bumped into my therapist in the supermarket today and I was like, uh, 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 how do I talk to another human? Yeah, uh, you, you know, I think... It, it, it all depends like what kind of work you do mm. like you know it's I, I think like both actually professions I mean like uh, online job or job in the real life depends on your communication skill 
because it's not only about uh, I mean like it is about selling uh, your service mm. if it's gonna be stripping or it's gonna be like mating for some hot sex or se like you know selling your naked pictures mm. uh, you need to make the relation with somebody who will be like oh yes I want to get that right yeah so it is uh, it is it is tricky to do it now only through the internet <laughs> Sorry, I think I lost my question. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're fine. Don't worry. What was I saying um, about? It was about. It was just. Tr it's just tricky, isn't it? Like real remembering how to interact as a person in real life in this current lockdown because it's just a, the whole world has changed. It's very unusual. Like, what's the vibe like where you are? Um, well, to be honest, Poland is one of the the safest country in the Europe because the awesome. amount of people. Who are infected and the amount of people who died is the lowest in the in the whole Europe. Thank God. Uh, the the thing is, the government took very quick actions once we had first cases of the virus here, and we closed the borders over a month ago. Oh wow! Uh, they've been very tough laws and strict laws on human contact and basically having your normal day routine yeah by, you tell know, me bounce. tell yeah, me about sorry. some of these laws uh, so What's for like? example uh, because it was going like more and more extreme within last few weeks yeah so about two three weeks ago when i got to poland there were like new restrictions about no use of public spaces at all that is parks boulevards no use of public uh, bicycles People oh. can only live to the shop or for essential needs. There are selected hours for older people to go to the shop, selected hours for other people, uh, limited spaces of people who are in public transport, banks and postal office and stuff. Yeah. Um, no living uh, of the house if you are under 18. Really? Uh, yeah, only mm. in the presence of an adult. Um, God, I'm just like thinking about it because it was such a like long. Uh, yeah, this sounds and, like loads. And basically, there are like massive fines for that, so you can get up to six thousand uh, pounds for, uh, for example, riding a bicycle. Six thousand pounds, yeah. And oh, and, wow. and the fines are real. I mean, that's what happening. That's what's happening. Uh, I mean, do you know anyone officers, affected? Uh, there have been like a few cases, you know, in newspapers ever since then. And the biggest issue uh, was last week when one of the women uh, who was also protesting about against uh, some crazy anti-abortion law that oh, in no. are taking place right now. She basically left the shop, but she had a poster of the protest um, on her jacket mm. and. And the police officer stopped her saying uh, that she's gonna be fine now. And she was explaining, I'm just like going to the shop. And yeah, it was dude. literally the political action taken against her because she was trying to protest at the same time. And the thing oh. is, the police officers had no right to give the fines to the Polish citizens because there hasn't been a state of emergency announced in Poland. And oh. regarding to the constitutional law, uh, the police officers cannot find us, uh, so they just <laughs> do it like unlawful. They had no right to do it. That's and, so bad. Yeah, and even if they're like told so, so even if this woman who was stopped uh, read the big statement she had regarding to the constitution's points this and that, mm. you are not allowed to do this and that to me, and I'm not taking this fine from you. I'm asking yeah. you also to give me the number of your. Um, documents and your full name on, and survey, so I can trust you you're a police officer and he didn't want to do that so you know <gasps> crazy things are happening and he, he basically find her or ah. didn't take her response and I'm like you know what's what's happening here Whoa, it's such dude. a massive uh, just mind blow because Poland's been struggling with stuff like this mm. since the right-wing government won the election in 2015 so i've heard a few you know. things about it yeah just about anti-abortion is it quite a, a religious state company a uh, country 
Uh, yeah, so basically the patriarchal is uh, massive here in terms of uh, society and how it is educated on stuff like, for example, sex and body. Oh, I see. Uh, and it does link with religion at all because obviously right-wing uh, government literally works in cooperation with the church. They seem to. <laughs> and um, although uh, the right-wing government did some sort of like support from the poorest in the society, mm. that literally anti-women, anti-LGBT community. Oh. I'm not even gonna like say sex workers because sex work isn't like fully actually a job like and yeah. profession in Poland. So I was gonna ask about matter. that next for sure. Yeah, so just to just coming like short like on your uh, first question uh, regarding Polish uh, right wing government, mm. it's super tough. Like basically, abortion is gonna like their plan is to make legislation to ban abortion completely and make it a crime, How? as well as sexual education, oh. and and it it is it is something. Um, you see, like, I'm, I'm losing my words right now. Uh, I'm yeah, I'm losing, I feel like I'm losing my mind. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, think, think you you are from a country like this and you've been living in a city and place like London. Yeah, uh, very progressive. And, you know, and you come back and there's, like, God, like, we're fighting for basic human rights here because... 100% human rights. Whoa. Yeah. Are they using the lockdown pandemic to, like put further restrictions on human rights like that yes so yeah. basically the whole system uh with the lockdown is just because they want to push the presidential elections in may oh. so that is the, the worst thing like it's not about society it's not about the safety uh the restrictions and the law uh which is going like uh tougher and tougher is just so they can squeeze the pandemic, uh, make as little infection spread as possible, and uh, then be able to have presidential election in my case. They've been pushing for it. And the thing is, like, you've got no opposition no. because uh, people from other parties cannot even advertise themselves to the citizens, right? Like, how are you going to do it through the lockdown? You can't do a rally, yeah. Yeah, and, oh. and then, and, and then uh, they break constitution all the time, so they try to actually tell the society they are allowed and they can and they should make the presidential election just wow. so the right-wing government can be still on top and the right-wing... Uh, president uh, be our president for the next four years so oh my gosh just, they're so yeah. like they know what they're doing and they, they pretend that, that it's just a, a fortunate coincidence but it, it's just yeah. so horrible isn't it to know that somebody is really maliciously planning to do yeah. this I, I think um, Polish right wing Polish government is um, very confusing in their actions because on one way they say they want to help the society but it's pure manipulation mm. and uh, yeah mate I'm so sorry but it's just like my heart is like, right, like, like rising like this when I'm just like thinking about it because I'm just like so furious and I don't I'm, like swear I'm right now for you no please your rage rage is so important in, in creating change in the world because unless people hear and see about these sort of things like in the UK we have our own struggles with sex work and etc but I think in other countries people are unaware that things like this are even further locked down it's crazy yeah so how is Poland in regards to sex work what is that like what's that environment uh, okay so um, in 2014 we had our uh, first um, group of support created by a few activists and sex workers called awesome. Sex Work Polska and uh, this is an initiative that's about supporting uh, people who work in the industry and also dealing with uh, legal status of work, mental health of the workers, migrant workers and also giving the society uh, 
sort of sexual, not sort of, but the sexual education on the topic. Mm. So regarding to the legal status of the work, it is very tricky because sex work was officially abolished in the 50s in Poland. Mm. Um, but it was only uh, prostitution that was uh, legalized. Uh, which ah. is not fully decriminalized, let's yeah. uh, press that. Mm. Uh, it's not a fully decriminal, it's abolitionism, yeah. And then all sort of other professions like uh, coming, stripping, etc. is not mm. even recognized as a work. So How that is not legislated as well at all. Yeah. Mm. And the, the, the weirdest thing is uh, we've got plenty of strip clubs in the whole of the country. Let's talk uh, about I've now. been there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let, let, let's like take strip clubs as an example. Mm. And how the business work is, it is registered at a disco bar and people who work in it as bartenders, hostess, waitress, and all of that. Um, and the worst bit is even prostitutes who have sort of right to work, right? Because their job is partly uh, legalized. Mm. They're still being examined by the government, checked by police, fined, and uh, the law is like always being manipulated by the government. So actually those people who are told you can do your job are still affected and literally chased. So it is crazy. So because uh, we have a lot of people who work in the sex industry in Poland and we have no support from the government at all. And yeah, some of us, like for example me, a stripper, like I'm not a worker at any sort of point in this country. I, mm. ca I can't be a stripper. There is no such work like stripper no. here officially. It doesn't exist. How crazy. So I, I, I cannot like amend my workers' rights. Yeah, you do. This work is not even like, you know, you just can't even define it as a job. That's crazy. Yeah. So uh, they're like trying to erase you almost. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the Sex Work Polska, the initiative I told you about, has been doing a lot in terms of activism and visibility of uh, sex workers to explain to government that they need to change the rules and first place help people who are in the industry mm. and uh, they've been doing so much and you know there are people like uh, me or others who will go on streets and participate in strikes shout for our rights and stuff but I think to be recognized in this industry and get sort of uh, employment like definition registration mm. uh, that's a battle that may take us uh, just a few decades because you know it's a it, it's a matter of like talking with the government but to talk with the government first you do need to educate very narrow-minded, often stereotypical thinking yeah. society, because we Absolutely. do struggle with that in Poland as well. The stigma of sex workers mm. is uh, is bigger than, for example, in UK, where, yeah. for example, you can be a sex worker, you can be escort, you can be dominatrix, you can be a stripper. And the public people, kind of idea yeah, is different. Like people yeah, people know about it, and for example, you won't be having a problem with finding a boyfriend, and he, mm. the guy, will meet you at work, for example, in a strip club, or will talk to you on your website, but will be like, oh, it's cool what you're doing, but yeah, like, uh, I must imagine it must be hard to have a boyfriend or family because you do what you do. Mm. So, that stigma you know, is so bizarre, isn't it? It's, it's so it's, it's creative. A, it's, it's, it's paradox. It's just paradox because yeah. uh, people, you know, use your service, but then they it's judge like a cycle. you. Yeah. It's yeah. bizarre. It's really bizarre. How 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 long have you been involved in kind of sex work activism? Because you're so knowledgeable, Sonia. You're so articulate. You've got so much information that even I didn't know about. So what's your kind of like activist origin story? Um, I I think I like I firstly involved in women's rights activists in 2016, and that was in Poland, and that was literally in April 2016 when the coalition of um, Polish activists uh, sort of arose within a few days on Facebook groups because mm. um, the Polish government wanted to ban abortion completely and that Crazy. was my first step into activism 
And then, uh, same year, after a few months, I moved to London for my studies. And when I started working as a stripper for a few shifts late 2016, then I decided to do it full-time 2017. And that's how I found out about East London Strippers Collective. Mm, I love them. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, that was like a game changer for me because I was like, wow, collective of strippers? Yeah, specifically like strippers. strippers. Yeah. Like people together, like strippers who talk about the job, educate the society and do, you know, yeah. fun events as well. I was like, wow, you know? Exactly. I'm like, God, like Poland, like where I have been living for so long. And it's, it, it's, been, it's been a big while for me. And I joined in, I remember I uh, met the fundraisers of the collective, Stacy and Billy, amazing people. Amazing. And uh, participated in a few uh, projects with uh, Stacy, like we did some talking Amnesty International on sex work and same time when I came to London and I was involved with the collective I was also involved with the Polish women's rights activist group that has its equivalent back in Poland the mm. group that was built in April when the uh, abortion anti-banning abortion strike arose mm. sorry that's like a big big <laughs> that's not worse, yeah. yeah yeah so i'm just like thinking if my english is all right now no <laughs> your english I is sound beautiful. kind of like you know understandable <laughs> you sound perfect absolutely oh, thank you darling that's mm. uh, that's a good good to know uh, so so it was it was in 2017 when i started to do things sex work activists related and also i started to mm. uh, running a bit of like sort of stuff on my social media and then it was 2018 when the union for uh, sex workers uh, was built by a collective work of a few organizations of feminist and sex work uh, activist groups like Swarm, Islam Strippers Collective, Strike for the Cream, etc. And mm -hmm. it was a branch of uh, United Voices of the World Union, and yes, that's our we started union. to do the collective uh, work together to change the uh, working conditions and fight the stigma in UK, and that's how I've been involved uh, mostly, and I've been like also doing uh, stuff on social media regarding like talking about the industry, how it is to work, and then in July 2018, a uh, black, black sort of like day came for sex workers because Sesta and Foster was announced oh, in USA. Oh God, my heart. Yeah, and I think I think we uh, must have met on a strike in in front of the parliament in London. I think so. I believe so. Yeah. With the sign, I had the red yeah, sign. because because most of sex workers that day in July were uh, together yep. shouting there for. We were stood uh, literally outside, and they pretended that we weren't there. <laughs> I mean, uh, the, the, the whole thing you, I mean, like, yeah, that's basically what happened. And Legit. The, 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 wor the worst thing is that, uh, you know, somebody established sort of a law because it's for the protection, but, you know, it's sort of yeah. bullshit because it's aiming to kill and shut down the whole industry completely. All sex work. Because, of course, like, Trump doesn't want any sex workers to even no, still cooperate. he doesn't want... He still uses the services in himself. He does, doesn't he? I, that's the fucking fucked up thing. There's so many industries in the world that people want shut down, but it's never the consumers. Like, you would never yeah. see, like, people of the drug world wanting that to be shut down but the people that consume sex work want it shut down <laughs> yeah it's, it's it's such a paradox it is and and i, I think what uh, frustrates me most is uh many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out my solution is plush care PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. 
Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. It's people who, who will, yeah, who will just like, oh my god, like I even don't know. Like when I'm thinking about it right now, I'm, I'm just like, it hurts people are right? like so fucked up, and they just like piss me off so much, and I want to just say it. <gasps> tell oh the world, god. tell the world. Um, Honestly, I, it's we're sick of it. It's sick of being dehumanized. I'm sick of being treated second. Did you see that um, sex workers are written explicitly out of financial aid for the pandemic in America? It's just yeah. disgusting that it's so blatant and in our face and people don't seem to know. Yeah, I, I think it's it's just weird, like, coming back to what we were talking before about the consumption, like, mm. you know, uh, it's, it's, it's just, like, normal job. Like, it doesn't matter if you are posing naked for a photographer. It doesn't make a, make a difference if you are masturbating on a yeah. sort of... Uh, like website doesn't matter if you're playing porn doesn't matter if you strip doesn't matter yeah. if you are whipping someone yeah like, uh, it doesn't matter what you do it's like it's it's just a thing you're it's skilled a, it's at a it's, it's your, yeah it's an action yeah. it's, it's your service and you've got a person who wants to receive it and so, they're paying and that makes it a job yeah right? ex- exactly and it's I'm like just so many jobs that people do the same action like a chef everybody cooks but once somebody gets paid it becomes a job Everybody yeah, fucks, and once somebody gets paid, it's a job. Why is it different? I, I, I just don't understand why, you know, and I know, like, uh, I understand, like, people might be like, oh, we are tired of hearing, like, sex work is work. Like, of course it is. I'm like, mm. yeah, of course it is, but you, people, still actually don't get it and no. don't understand it. Honestly, and it's ridiculous how many people don't. And, still. you know, there's so many things to be sorted in in terms of legislation the work and the mm. job in different countries and just making it a job where the person who gives the service decides fully about the self, themselves that's why we need full decriminalization so it is not the person who hires me in the club tells me how i work mm. but me myself be like i'm gonna come to the job this and that day and I will either pay house fee or not house fee is another thing that actually doesn't. Oh, we exist spoke in the about class. that with Ivy. Oh my god! Yeah, and <laughs> and you know, and uh, this should be like like I should be in power of making decisions and then you know giving my service to the customers, but we don't have fully decriminalization, so people who are, for example, escorts need to team up with brothels and stuff, and mm-hmm. then like horrible things happen there, and I'm like we want to stop the violence we want to stop the crime and we want to make people safe so if you want to make people safe if you want everyone to be happy just give them opportunity to speak for themselves make decisions yes. for themselves and have the power don't tell me you want to save people from trafficking by oh. shutting down the whole industry it's not going to stop it 
it's okay, gonna exactly. happen. It's just gonna it, make it, it harder still to find gonna them. happen. It's just like you're not gonna be able to see it at all because you will erase the industry. So that's it what officially I say. doesn't exist. And I'm like, I'm like, this is like such a like paradoxal fucked up thing to do. And to me, it's so think, simple, but some people don't get it, right? Yeah, I, I'm just, I just don't understand people who are like, we are feminists, we want to like protect women, and you can't be doing that work. You shouldn't be doing that work. And I will help you. So I'm gonna oh, take sure. the work from you. Yeah. and I will tell you what to do for your money and what to do for your job and also I will tell you that this job is bad and I'm yeah, like and you're baby, bad and you're a victim like, I'm like I'm like you are a victim of patriarchal system yeah. to think like that Listen and to, to tell another woman yeah and to tell another woman what to do with her body and how to earn the money I'm like what oh <laughs> so my god this, this the, the whole things that were happening in uh, UK last year when some feminist group uh, took pictures oh in my gosh the, club the women's Sheffield. equality party it was yes. a political party which is headed by a female queer comedian and um, another lady who and I thought they were fully women's equality and I was behind them and they were at the women's strike I think um, when Trump got elected and then I read about this and I'm like, what the fuck, dude? That's so violating, so intrusive, so illegal. Yeah, I'm like, what are you doing? Um, and, and, you know, that's also another thing which is problematic in talking about feminism. Mm. That's why I'm sometimes not using this word because in the whole branch of feminism, mm-hmm. and I'm saying branch because, I mean, we have so many different types of feminism. We have Catholic feminism, which is linked to the religion and mm-hmm. the actions like which are written in the Bible. We have feminists who will be like patriarchal feminists as well. Mm. And we have literary feminists where we have women against women. It's crazy. And and, and I'm like, I, I don't want to like necessarily identify myself with sort of term, yeah. which is being, uh, you know, uh, interpreted into sort of uh, actions and definitions by others when we are actually fighting with each other. So I'm That's usually right. just saying that I'm an activist because I'm doing things for others, but I not necessarily, uh, of course, what I do is related to women mostly and women's rights, but I've got like such problems sometimes with calling myself a feminist because I'm like, Women are forming different groups of feminism. Yeah, and feminists. Yeah, and I'm like, and I'm like, I don't want to be like in one group uh, against another, but this is how the reality looks like. Yeah, that's how it's turning into now, and it's it's not going to be constructive. We're obviously so much more progressive when we all work together. Yeah, 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 and and that that's also when you think about. Uh, you know, coming on strike and putting some collective uh, actions to change the world. But yeah. it's also in your job, you know. Uh, uh, if you're, for example, uh, not working solo only, but, uh, you know, if you're working in clubs and stuff, you often need your mate or a few people to help you make money from the customer, for example, yeah. Right, and exactly. If, if, and, if, and if you are, like, doing modeling, you need team of your photographers and, for example, people who will help exactly. you find the customers. And there, there, it is just always sort links. of... Yeah, and it, it's a sort of network. And I'm just yeah. like, um, yeah, I, I, I just don't understand why some people want to be divided. But, yeah, like, I, I don't think either. I lost question. <laughs> no, it's fine. I'm loving the passion that you speak with. You, you're clearly, like, a you've got a righteous heart and you've got a rebellious spirit. And I'm just wondering like, how much does feminism and activism and things like that mean to you as part of you, as part of Sonia? Because oh, you're, you're, you're literally, <laughs> it's amazing to listen to you speak. I could honestly listen to you speak forever. I've been just, this is the most quiet I've been in an episode. <laughs> wow, I mean, thank you. Thank you, to, of thank course. you for saying that. Um, you know, like, I've been involved so much and a lot and, like, I'm trying to do a lot of different things same time. And activism is is a thing that I feel like I want to do and I feel like it's good to be doing. And it's just like, I'm like, I'm not alone in this world. I'm not living for myself, actually. Like, I'm living with others and mm. it all, like, everything links together. So if I can make a change... I want to make it and I want to team up with people and I'm like yeah I'm gonna fight for this and I'm like I'm not gonna bring me down and I'm gonna do this at that and you know (laughs) but it's 
like it comes straight from my heart but it uh, it is a lot for like mental health as well and that's some sort of thing i sometimes cannot uh kind of like um you know disconnect because Mm. sometimes for uh my mental health it's better to like step up from some stuff but because i feel like i should take action and i want to take action because i won't let let anyone to speak like that and be like this so i'm gonna tell you this and that what i think i'm gonna do this and that yeah and and later it often like uh comes back into me with a double force because somebody is you know doing things to like crush me and yeah uh, um talking like very like general right now but i'm actually thinking about something in my head like specific in my head so i know it might be like not the clearest no, example I, of what i'm trying to say but it, what i mean something is, that experienced by a lot of sex workers i think so speak generally yeah, yeah. Like, I, I i think it's, it's general thing in activism mm. like you are active and you try to connect with people you try to push some projects in real life in the internet you create petitions you write letters you form sort of uh, documents you are on group chats to organize stuff and you know then you go on streets you participate in protests and it's things don't happen like within just one glimpse of a lie and a lot of work and you know if you do this, but you also work and and try to have some free time, it's it's just like a lot to deal with it. So so much. I'm not sure if I was actually like uh, answered your question, like how much of the activism of me is like like I, uh yeah, like I I, I think it's just just a lot. It's but literally it's, in it your might being. be it might be it might be just like my my kind of like personal feeling that it's a lot. I feel the but, same. I do. I, I feel like we take on a lot. I feel like we're quite similar, actually, Sonia. Yeah, I, I actually <laughs> I wanted to say the same because because I, I was like, it's it's quite like funny because like we never met in like real life, no. but we've been like both watching like it's a, each other like on. Once like, you join activism, you kind of like link up but, with loads of people, don't you? Yeah, but I hear and I see and I uh, sort of like have an idea how you speak because I see your your activity I never online and I'm, and I'm like and I'm like. Yes, you'd like, like I feel like, like if we were like talking like we talk right now, it's like just like flowing. Like, we going, could get going. so much done. I think if we uh, sat down and had a meeting, we could we could change the world. Yeah. <laughs> and and you know, like this is this is the thing, like you want you want to change the world and you want to make stuff better, but there's only like other there's always other people mm. who will be like, No. And always. And, and and you know, and obviously in every sort of thing in your life, in the job, in in activism, in personal relationships, you know, you you will have people who will be like sort of against you. Uh, but I think like if we have people who want to change stuff, we can't just give up on activism because I know some people are like Ah, this is pointless. Like, uh, like it's I, not progressing. I yeah, I, I wouldn't do it because it's not gonna change anything. And I'm like, okay, may not change thing for today, for you not for personally, tomorrow, mm. for not you personally, for not the whole world in a year or uh, ten years, but maybe uh, in like hundred years, we will have a different society. Exactly. And you know, in terms of like a, a sexual education. In Poland, I've been watching the situation and I can tell the society has been different since about less than 10 years now. So the things are progressing uh, regarding like attitude to sex workers at some point. And I say that because I'm saying this on the example of my friend who wrote the book about stripping. Mm. And once the book was released in 2015 in Poland, she got a lot of shit from society, criticized on Facebook from people who just didn't get the work and didn't get the whole idea being like, you know, stupid whore. Oh yeah, you're working as a stripper. What a kind of fucking job. You must be stupid. You must be uneducated. And all of this, like, you know, lots of like- uh, Stereotype stereotype things and also even if so what if i'm uneducated and what if stripping is the only thing i can do so what does it make me a worse person like fuck off right how dare you have a job how dare (laughs) you try exactly exactly and you know uh that was five years ago and every every year uh her book and article about it is being um kind of like remind remind 
kind of like published again on Facebook on a big mm. newspaper. She was published in for the first time. And she was telling me that the comments has been changing every year. Oh, really? So there was like more of like kind of like aggression and attitude like, mm-hmm, what kind of a work? Like straight back up. five years ago than now. Like now people are like That's more good. supportive. So it's like things are changing. And now coming back to conclusion why things are changing because mm. people raise their voices and yes. people do talk about sex work and they do uh, activism stuff like they organize protests they uh, do art they 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 are just visible and they are, they have balls to be visible and you it know takes it balls. takes a lot to to say something out loud or create something out loud and also show your face so yeah, we have people like this, and we also have people who will be like not able to be visible because they're afraid of stigma. They can uh, be, you know, potential like you know attack or something like this. Like you know, bad things can happen, mm. and they don't have this uh, sort of chance, not a comfort, but a chance to actually speak out loud because they can be heard and you yeah. know they are still like working for the community and they will be like uh, still like uh, active you know even though they won't be even like on a strike or something like this so it's yeah. like there is a community there are like people working together and things can change because we do fucking activists we so do. don't fucking tell me that <laughs> sex work isn't work and, and right? what we do is like pointless or we shouldn't be doing it at all because you know how crazy. Sometimes when I'm thinking about people who are like, yeah, activism won't change things, I'm like... <laughs> what? Yeah, Have you just... seen the world? Like, we've changed. We've come a long way. <laughs> there's a long way to go. Yeah. Hell, there's a long way to go. But there's such a... I've, I don't understand the people that don't want to change things because it is such, like, an innate quality in me. I just want the world to be better. Yeah, I, I think it's, it's, it's a natural kind of, like, human process to yeah. change. And... Uh, you know, develop, and it's it's like if we have so many things develop in technology, like with internet right. and oh like my god, every year there's a new stuff, iPhone, I mean, right? Like, if if people wouldn't be using their brains, we wouldn't have electricity and all of this. So I'm <laughs> yeah, like, it's be. exactly same with activism, right? And yeah, going there. <laughs> yeah, you've got to actually turn up and do it. It's tricky because it's hard for people to know how to get involved, but I guess people have just got to tune in and listen to people like us, haven't they? <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, it's always like a matter of time. And, yes. And, um, yeah, I think time is a, is a big thing here because it it's going to take a lot from your personal time. And it does. you will have less of social uh, life. Uh, I feel like all my activism is social, work as well. Yeah. All my social conversations sometimes dear to my activism and sometimes yeah. I'm sick of myself talking about it I'm like every conversation yeah. I have but you do have to do that sometimes especially when you're doing a campaign or you're doing a fundraiser or something you have to just that's true. talk to every single person because that's what works yeah that's true that's true you and did one the other night didn't you you did a fundraiser oh yeah I, I uh, team up with uh, soldiers of Paul that's the union in LA that yeah. currently um, raise uh, the money for the undocumented workers in California mm. so the strippers who can't be helped by the government at all and also stripping was their only sort of income so they can pay rent now and they can it's for just example, wiped bring out. their kids yeah so uh, that was uh, that was the action uh, I'm, I'm very happy I did it so yeah I think more actions like that so we can support the community definitely. yeah <laughs> I, I watched a little bit of your stream I didn't watch all of it but you're so entertaining your passion for life that I can tell is coming <laughs> exuding from you now it comes across in your shows as well you're like me you do like you just you're so engaging you were just dancing with you were literally drinking wine and I was like I can't take my eyes off of this girl <laughs> she's mesmerizing do you love performing yeah I, I, I do it's uh, it's my passion but I, I think it's just because it's like something you just show yourself and you free you are just free I'm like when I'm performing I'm having idea of sharing sort of message and communicate mm. with others so I'm doing something for the entertainment but I'm doing it by clicking with others. So like, hey guys, we're gonna do this. Yeah. And, and because it's sort of like sharing yourself, 
I'm just like feeling like I can do whatever I want because I'm not afraid of being myself and and it's like pure joy to me. Yeah, like I love it. Um, I th I think that's 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 why I also started uh, uh, stripping. Like I continue to do it because it was yeah. randomly how I decided to be a stripper. But the moment I had my first shift in the club was like, wow, I'm having my own show. This is fucking amazing. Really? You're like, oh, this is supposed to be my job. Now I get it. <laughs> yes, yes. Yes. Sonia, you're such a wonderfully engaging personality. I love it. What's like in the future for you? Obviously, after this stupid, crazy lockdown. Hmm. Well, that's a good question. I don't know. <laughs> uh <-huh. laughs> so, uh, yeah, uh, the thing is, I need to uh, rebrand myself because, uh, let's be honest, uh, working in a sex work has its limits. And yeah. in the times like uh, now when we have pandemic, I'm not sure when I can continue sort of uh, the ideas I had for the job. Mm. I'm not sure if I'll be able to work in a club in Poland. I'm not sure if I'll be able to meet uh, customers individually. You know, I've been doing that back in London. So mm. it's it's like, uh, it's a thing that will be like sorting itself out within the time. And I don't want to uh, put 100% of my effort in focusing only on sex work yeah. because I'm not sure they're gonna give me any income anymore. Um, so I was thinking um, about trying to find any job, you know, Anything. <laughs> and, and uh, that might be very hard right now. And but I obviously would like to have something which give me opportunity to move back uh, to London. Yeah. And I was thinking Come about about working in, and that's something I'm like. I would hate to do it, but it's yeah. forcing you to get money. So I was like thinking about working in some company like corporation. Yeah. And I'm like, and but you've got so many like, skills. Like, like anti-capitalist, you are anti-capitalist, mm -hmm. but but then like uh, everything you do in this world right now is like linked to the system. Right. And, you, you can't know, escape you, it. Yeah. You can't. You, you you can't escape it. So I think maybe this, but uh, I don't know. You know, uh, working in culture is something that's all always been like a thing for me, in terms of like engaging with some um, um, organizations that create the events, like doing the performing as well. But that's something I cannot 100% focus on right now because you don't know what kind of future of that industry will be. Right. So, um, uh, yeah, like I'll be figuring out, like <laughs> I will definitely stay in sex work. I will definitely stay in sex work because that's something I can always jump into mm. and I've got my ways to do it at some point yeah uh, but when it comes to figuring out my other profession right now it will be a matter of you know tries let's see what happens yeah yeah I love I much. love that step work step work sex work is, is something that you always feel you can always come back to it's, it's, it's like a family it doesn't matter how long yeah. you be for you can always come back yeah I mean your age uh, doesn't matter. Yeah. I know strippers who are after, like you know, like they're like having like families and yeah, like with they've got like three kids, like yeah, and 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 that's all right. You know, it's not about how old are you. It's not about uh, how do you look like. Mm -hmm. It's just about connecting with people, and yeah. as long as you can connect with single person who will pay you for the service you can do it anytime so i just like to e express that and like really like underline that because my dad's mm. often like uh but you can be a sex worker until you are young and pretty and i'm like no like mm -hmm. i can do like anytime so no so way that, that, that's the thing you you will always have time and opportunity to do like at some point like you know you know, in times like this, like pandemic is a bit different, yeah. yeah, I mean, like literally everything in the whole world is just like mm. right now. How are you staying calm? Have you got any like self care rituals going on? Haha, <laughs> I don't. Do not. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I don't. I take my medication. <laughs> You're just like okay. We're just getting one day at a time. No, like uh, to be honest, um, it it really helped me at some point to be with my parents because we have the garden over here so i'm just so nice. going outside and i'm uh trying to do a bit of stretching in terms of like routines there is something i would like to set for myself oh yeah but since i moved back to uh poland i've been like doing so many things same time just to figure out my life that 
I didn't have time to set up a routine. <laughs> yeah, your life must be, well, it's crazy. Like, you've done a big thing. Moving countries is a big thing anyway. And then also a global pandemic. I mean, nobody can blame you for being... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a uh, uh, yeah. You know, figuring out an insurance in Poland now is a kind of like big deal and yeah. a lot of paperwork. Oh my god, I hate paperwork. That is that is the one side of sex work that I dislike. All the admin people don't realize. Oh my god. Well, for yeah. online sex work at least. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sonia, I've had such a really nice chat with you. I feel like it's flown so, by. Thank you, Rebecca. Thank, thank you, Rebecca. you. What are you doing this afternoon? How are you spending your your eve? I'm gonna have a sex call with a guy I've been playing back in London, honestly. <laughs> so Great. after we're gonna hang out, I'm gonna just like do a bit of relaxing because I'm currently alone in the house because my ah. parents just went out. So I'm like, I'm gonna use that opportunity, opportunity. to just <laughs> Oh my gosh, yeah. Oh my God, I've been like chronically wanking. Chronically wanking and then eating. What else is there to do? <laughs> that is the I'm best. So I'm mean, like, like food yeah. and sex. Yeah, yes, yeah. Yes. Food, sex and wine, that's my life. Oh. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> it was Sonia. lovely, Rebecca. I'm, I'm very happy to link with you. I'm very happy to connect I'm so with you. glad that we probably had a final conversation. I can't wait to meet up with you when you finally come back to us in London. Same, same. I'm giving you like a virtual hug now. A virtual like, hug, I know. You I'm, imagine. I'll hug myself. <laughs> yeah, let's just hug, hug so ourselves. <laughs> just rocking forwards and backwards. <laughs> Thank you very much, sweetheart. Queen, where on the internet can we find you? Uh, I'm uh, I'm still on Instagram. Oh, is she if, still there? If, yeah, I'm still there. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's um, on the on the handle. I'm your electric uh, electric. I'm, I'm oh god, sorry. I'm your electric <laughs> girl. Yes. Yes. And I'm having the Facebook page as well. And uh, I'm not giving my personal facebook no. it's not personal i mean like it's it's in mostly like uh public but yeah. uh uh yeah I, I i set up a twitter over a year ago but i'm not using it right now as well oh. so basically Get on twitter with, i love twitter yeah yeah i i know i know it's good like i've been checking you and i was like wow I mean, dang girl like, yeah. she's got the I'm spirit on twitter. i'm like she, come on She's the got the balls. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I've been watching. I've been watching some amazing sex uh, sex workers uh, working in BDSM as well. And I was like, damn, like, damn. you know, like, I get so like, much inspiration wow. on Twitter. I'm like, whoa, I did not think of that, and now I'm gonna do it. It's great. Yeah. So thank you for um, for the advice. Of I'll course. definitely crack on it uh, once I have time because yeah, I'll definitely. All that's important right now is that you take care of your beautiful self and continue to survive so that when when this is over we can continue to change the world exactly Yay. and that's uh, such a nice uh, optimistic sum up for you exactly <laughs> i like it to end on a, on a high note because everyone's everyone's having a bad time right now aren't they and even though these serious issues still exist it's nice to talk about them in a positive way with a positive yeah. person yeah and it, and you know like, like uh, actually that's this is what we need right now like mm. relax have wine chocolate and uh, some sex exactly <laughs> so, <laughs> so if you can do it just you know just, just go for it do it do it all yeah. of those things at the same time <laughs> yes yes <laughs> chocolate wine and, and sex <laughs> it'll be great <laughs> the visual is good <laughs> yeah definitely to Sonia thank you thank so you, much thank I love you and you take care <laughs> you too darling bye 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 even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 